And we're off, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to all my fellow Virgos out there. It's officially Virgo season. So with that being said, it's officially football season. It kicks off this evening, Bears and Packers. Division rivals going at it to start right off now. the 100th season. As of right now, uh, the Bears are down 10-3 with about four minutes left in the fourth. So thank you for tuning in, everyone. I'm your host, Justin Crisosimo. This is episode 19 of the Competitor News Podcast. And you know the gang's all here. Tim Gilo, football has arrived, boys. What up? What up? Can I, what up? Can I say one thing really quick? Yep. This game sucks. This yep. game is pretty trash. <clears throat> Do you guys think Trubisky is going to um, bring him downfield and become a victor? Uh, fancy purposes, I would like Montgomery to score a touchdown. I know you've been talking about it all night. Yes, absolutely. I hope. I, hope I also have the plus three. I also have the plus three on on the Packers bet, so I'm kind of hoping they'll kind of even out. But anyways, this game sucks. All right, anyways. so uh, we're talking football for this one, and we'll go through all the Week One scheduled matchups and give our insights and opinions on those. But first, let's start with Antonio Brown. Dun dun dun. Re- repeatedly will be, sus- I mean, reportedly will be suspended for his altercation with Matt Mayock, GM Matt Mayock. So it's with Antonio Brown, it's the frostbite, and then it's his two helmet grievances, and now he's facing his suspension. So I'd say the A-B era for the Raiders has ended before it even started. What do you guys think? Jilo? Well, what can I say? This is a pretty damn hot take that they were all talking about today. Uh, how I feel about it was what's new with A-B? Um, I just think for him to do what he did in the first place was kind of out of pocket. Him putting on Instagram about his fine with the Raiders for missing missing preseason. You got to keep that in house, and you obviously the Raiders did not like that. And just uh, just all along, he's just been carrying a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of baggage around around the way with the feet situation, the helmet situation. Um, I hope AB stays because you know I just felt like the Raiders just have always just have this bad luck with players, and their situation is complete completely terrible. Because man, if you lose AB this year and he becomes a free agent, you're looking at you're probably gonna look at another four and twelve, four and twelve season. But AB, you know, I just hope like he just gets his head out of his ass. You know, he's a he. To me, he's probably the best receiver in the league right now. But man, it's just very unfortunate. I turned events as everything's going on. What do you think, Tim? Well, it's just funny. Just before he even got traded, uh, you know, obviously <clears throat> I was following it very closely as a Niner fan because you know there were talks of us um, acquiring him. But I remember um, he was working out with Jerry Rice. He was really serious with his regimen. Um, he was all about business and he wanted to join a, a winning team. And all of a sudden now we're, he's with the Raiders and this is all happening. You know, it's just kind of crazy how this all kind of flipped. And I guess we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, there's definitely going to be high liability with a, with a player like Antonio Brown. It's just unfortunate to see. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. Like when you think about it, like as a Niner fan, you can say, phew, like at least we didn't. We're not getting having to deal with that mess. So, you know, for Raider fans, it's. It's really tough. Like you said, they have bad luck with players recently, uh, most known for Khalil Mack for now. And now Antonio Brown seems to be on the fritz of exiting the Oakland Raiders. So, But that remains to be seen. So we'll keep keep that updated and as long as we get news. But So let's talk about all the games. We're going to go through all the week one matchups and give our insight and opinion. And So let's start with uh, some of the morning games here. We got the Rams visiting the... Carolina Panthers. So well, let's start with you, Gilo. What do you think? What do you got going on for this game? Uh, I think this will be a close one because they are playing. They are playing Carolina. Um, Cam's what coming back from a little small injury throughout the preseason. Yes, spring foot. Christian yeah. McCaffrey is BC as He's always. A He's a great PPR course. player, and you know the only thing with the Panthers, and I'm going to say really quick, is um, their receiving core very unproven. 
Um, I think her defense got a little better whatsoever. You know, Ron Rivera is a defensive-minded coach coming from the 85 Bears. Uh, with the Rams, you know, they just highest-paid quarterback right now, I would say. Jared Goff, he got it. They gave him they gave him his full extension. My biggest question is with the LA Rams is is Todd Gurley healthy? Good Can he question. be the Todd Gurley he, he 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 was the first eight weeks of the season? I hope so for my fantasy you know? team. And uh, all in all, you know, it's the NFC West uh, kind of thing. So I'm going to go with the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some things I wanted to point out. I think what's going to be uh, some things to watch uh, with the Panthers, uh, just like what Gilo said about the, the the wide receiving core. I'm excited to see how Moore and Samuel's going to kind of pan out. Um, be interesting to see who will truly be the wide receiver one for that team. Um, McCaffrey's reaching his third year. I think he's, I think he's going to reach. Uh, I think this will be a breakout year for McCaffrey. I think he could potentially be the number one fantasy player when it's all said and done. Pretty damn good. Um, with the Rams, it's a difficult, it's a difficult road game, especially the first game of the season coming to the East Coast. Uh, Goff got paid. Um, be interesting to see how they respond. I think I, I have the Panthers winning this game um, in a close one. Well, so yeah, Cam Newton's coming off that sprained foot, so I don't expect Cam Newton to be 100% coming into this game, regardless how uh, how he's feeling or not. So, but this, I think we could see some points scored in this game as well. But if it ultimately comes down to which team uh, keeps the turnovers down, Jared Goff is known for being careless. He's trying to fit the ball into tight windows at times. But if Carolina and the high-powered offense uh, gets a bunch of help from Christian McCaffrey, then they have a chance. But um, the thing about Christian McCaffrey for me, like he gets so much touches early in the season and then there's no one else to rely on because he's missing games yeah, later exactly. in the season Yeah, because yeah. Uh, Moore and Samuels are unproven. So I think That's it's very important for Cam Newton to uh, click early and often with these new receivers and because McCaffrey's always going to be there. He's, he's all reliable, even though it's his third year. He's always going to be there for Cam. He's going to be a, you know, like a skate, uh, not a scapegoat, but a security blanket and for somebody, and but I still see the Rams winning 34-21. That's my that's my prediction. Cam, Cam's got to be careful too. I know he's he's always dealing with some sort of injury, um, and I I can't say I've been watching him closely year by year, but um, yeah, Cam's got to be play a little bit more careful um, with all the injuries that happen. Yeah, so. You said it. So let's move on to uh, the red uh, a division game, uh, the Redskins and the Eagles. Uh, so Tim, start us off on this one. Who do you what do you got? Happening in this game, Redskins and Eagles. Um, Eagles, back to you, Bob. There's really nothing That's to discuss. Pretty much, right? <laughs> There's really nothing to discuss here Same with here. the Redskins at all. Same here, Carson. Um, this is a. I think this is a wash, man. Yeah, Carson yeah. Wentz is completely healthy. They're gonna de- they're gonna demolish the. They're yeah. gonna demolish the Redskins. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the Eagles have no business losing this game. Mm-hmm. It's a season and a home opener against your division rival. Like yet again, division games can be a little tricky, but the Redskins they're not poised for much this season. They got Case Keenum starting, and with Dwayne Haskins waiting in the wings. Many will believe that he'll see the field sometime uh, this season, sooner rather than later. And their left tackle, their all-pro left tackle, Trent Williams, is still holding out. So you got this guy uh, not being able to protect Keenum. And so with that being said, it's, you know, division games are out of the ordinary. So that's the only reason Washington might have a shot. But I say Eagles dominate 28-10. What do you got, G? Uh, Real quick, with the Eagles, the only thing I would just love to see is a 60-yard bomb to Deshaun Jackson saying, welcome back to Philly. Yeah, that'll be cool. Seem like a welcome backup or a punt return or something like that. Yeah. Watch out for Darius Geis um, this year. I think, juice. I think he could potentially be um, – he could be, potentially explode this I year. Think, I think – one, one more thing. I think Philly's going to go far this year. Philly yeah. Has, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. They're really talented, so we'll get to that. I think they had a Super Bowl hangover, but they're going to be ready this year. So uh, let's move on to another division game. Not as exciting, but 
It's the Bills and the New York Jets. Yikes. So uh, these two teams, they're both coming into this game with second-year quarterbacks, <laughs> one Josh Allen and one Sam Darnold. Uh, uh-huh. But then again, it's another division game. And the addition of Le'Veon Bell for the Jets is what separates these two teams. He's a far better running back than anybody that the Bills have. And that, and I expect a tremendous return. Not a tremendous season, but I think he's going to have a good week one. And since he held out all last season, he should be fresh. And the Bills haven't made the playoffs in the last 13 seasons or so, maybe once in the last 13 seasons. So I don't see that will be changing either. So I think the Jets win this 20-14. Uh, to 14. We did. They did make the playoffs. Yeah, Tyrod well, Taylor, right? Yeah, with Tyrod Taylor. That's why I yeah. said once in the last thirteen. Oh, okay, seasons. gotcha. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, thought, I, I, thought, I thought you said even, they. I couldn't even. Feel I thought you said they won. <laughs> and, and I couldn't even feel. Which team was that again? <laughs> I, I think. I think it was, was Tyrod. Got hurt. It, it was uh, against yeah. Jacksonville. Nate Peterman yeah. had to come in, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nate right. Peterman. Holla back. Anyways, um, back to it. I think I really think uh, New York Jets is going to be my kind of a sleeper team this year. I really think they're going to do pretty damn good. I'm not saying that they're going to be favors in the AFC where they're going to win it all, but everything they're going to show a lot of improvement. Sam Darnold to me is going, to, is going to be a really really good I think quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, Quinn, you got Quinn Williams there. Le'Veon's coming back. I think Le'Veon still might be Le'Veon, maybe not Pittsburgh Le'Veon, but enough uh, enough running back from obviously what they had the past couple of years. And they yeah, still have so that well. they still have that one uh, that one draft pick. Was it their cornerback or safety from LSU or someone? Jamal Adams. Yeah, yeah Jamal. He's great. Jamal. Jamal. I wanted him for the Niners, but yeah. it didn't work out. So. Yeah, I think watch out for them, you know, because I think they're gonna they're gonna make a little bit of noise. You know, they're gonna they might give Our New England a little bit. J E T S Jets. Um things to watch out for Buffalo. Um I think we this Devin Singletary. Let's let's see how the the running back situation sort of pans out there. Um there was a Frank Gore there. yeah, also Frank Gore. There was another um offensive guy I was thinking on the Buffalo Bills. Um yeah, it's it's I don't really see. Thin right now. Yeah, they're really. It's really, really. It's really thin there right now. And the um, Buffalo Bills or the Buffalo Bills. Is, where's the game at? It's in. It's in New York. Uh, I guess it doesn't really matter. matter. Yeah, I got. I got the Jets taking this game too. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> then let's move on to an <laughs> NFC matchup between the Falcons, and they're going to be visiting the Vikings. Uh, Gio, what do you think about this game? That's a that's a prime time game. This is a very prime time game. This might be on uh, Fox. Yeah. Right away. This is very big for two teams because. One, these two teams could go pretty far in the NFC this year. You start with the Falcons with um was a second, third year without Kyle Shannon as their coordinator. Can can they become the offensive guru that they were when Kyle Shanahan was the was the coordinator? Julio jo- Julio Jones, Julio Jones. He's he's gonna be a breakout as usual, just do his thing and get get a lot of catches and yards. Um Defonte Freeman, can he stay healthy? Matt Ryan, I got nothing to worry about them. On the other side, when you go to the Vikings, can your guy your that you pay your fully guaranteed your money? God, Lee, you all know who I'm talking you about. You like that? You know what I'm talking about. You like that? They this team was supposed to be one one quarterback they're, away from winning the Super Bowl. One play away, dude. Adam Thielen is amazing. Hell good. <laughs> yeah, he's bomb as hell. Uh, so, uh, so both of these squads they have impressive offenses, but I believe Atlanta has the more quick. And athletic defense, which will enable them to get to the quarterback more. So I think it's very important for these two teams to get off to great starts in this game. But uh, it's they're both in the toughest divisions in their league. So expect a lot of offense, but a good amount of QB pressure from both defenses. But I think the Falcons are going to hold on 
31-28 in a thriller. I think I, I was just going to say, I think I have the Falcons winning this game. I think this year Matt Ryan uh, takes the next step. Um, I think this is the Falcons' year this year. Um, and I think they got a lot of weapons. They obviously have a lot of weapons on the on the offensive side. Let's see what their defense can do. But I think I see Matt Ryan making a lot of noise this year, and I see them taking this game. So that's right. From an a, from a <laughs> NFC matchup to an AFC matchup, we got the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Miami Dolphins. Shit. So the Dolphins, they recently announced that veteran <laughs> – uh, QB uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was is going to start Week One, even after acquiring Josh Rosen from the Cardinals. Don't ever say those. <laughs> don't ever disrespect Fitz Magic and say Rosen in the same sentence again. <laughs> so Fitzpatrick <laughs> earned the spot. So unless Fitzpatrick gets off to a hot start like he did in Tampa Bay last year, that's the only way I see uh, Dolphins winning this game. But the Ravens and Lamar Jackson using his legs, not knowing what to expect from him right now, is he a pocket passer? Is he a, just an athletic? QB, I think uh, Baltimore is going to hang on in a low-scoring game like 17-6 or something like that. Um, I think this is going to be a blowout, but uh, honestly. Um, the Dolphins, we discussed this before the podcast, they don't have a lot of talent on, on either side of the ball. Um, Baltimore is going to go on a run-heavy attack. Um, they're going to run Mark Ingram to the ground. They're going to run Lamar Jackson. And watch out for that kid, Justice Hill, boys. So I got I got this in a blowout, 21-3. Uh, in the betting standpoint, you bet any team that's playing against the Miami Dolphins. That's, how, that's how freaking terrible they are. The New York fighting football giants? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think Odell Beckham's still there. Anyways, Lawrence um, Lawrence yeah, the Ravens, I'm not sold on, on Jackson. I think this game is – they should win Baltimore, but I really think uh, Lamar Jackson, that quarterback of him, I don't think it's going to do any good in the NFL – I don't think he's going to only play for a couple of years. He's so good in fantasy, though, this year. Yeah, he's of course. So good. It's like a PPR standpoint, Woo! right? But if you're talking about you want a guy to sit back there and throw the, throw the ball, now that whole Kaepernick type of look and Michael Vick, that doesn't win the NFL. I'm no, sorry. no, this guy wins the NFL. That guy right there. Speaking of, uh, the Bears are threatening right now. The down 10-3 to 3 with just Come over on, a minute AJ! left. On the green, they're on their own. It looks like their own 12. 15 or 16. 15 yard line, 10 3 uh, Green Bay leads. What a hell of a Fourth game. quarter, minute 15 left. What a way to start the NFL, a 10 3 game. If you bet under, you win, right? For sure. No matter who you took, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, anyways, let's move it on. We got the Chiefs and Jaguars as another that's, AFC, that's uh, game, AFC game right game here. Of the week, game of the weekend? It has to be a game of the game weekend. Game of the weekend? MVP, Woo! Patrick Mahomes, with the newly set defense. Okay. Um, their wide receivers back without any without any suspension. Travis Kelsey's there. Your boy LaShawn McCoy got 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 signed on with Andy Reid in the good old Philly days. Uh, Justin, who you got? Who you got? And what's your prediction on everything? So uh, for the Jaguars, I think there's a perfect game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They believe they can be their dominant selves like they were in 2017. They were cocky. They had all the swagger. So this game should be a great test because it's a, against the reigning offensive MVP in Mahomes and uh, the Chiefs. Uh, great offense so the Jags they drafted Josh Allen to rush the QB uh now they got their secondary led by Jalen Ramsey who's healthy now and uh they also acquired Nick Foles which is a hell of an upgrade over Blake Nicky Foles so meanwhile the Chiefs they lost Kareem Hunt so it'll be Damon Williams and Carlos Hyde and now LaShawn McCoy in the backfield so let's not forget the usual suspect like you said Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey but if Jacksonville can control the clock with Leonard Fournette and keep Mahomes and Chiefs off the field, there could be an upset. So, but I still see the Chiefs winning this in a hard fought thriller 28 24. This game's in Arrowhead? This game is in Jacksonville. It's in Jacksonville. Okay. Um, 
I think Jacksonville uh, takes an, I think they're another type of team this year that takes the next step forward. I think Foles is going to give them um, a huge boost on the offensive side. Um, we're obviously distracted right now with the end of this game. But anyway, um, I think D.D. Westbrook could be a surprise this year for that team. Um, obviously, we already know about Kansas City. I really don't need to um, get into it too much. But watch out for Sammy Watkins this year. Um, this is a field goal game, 2017 Kansas City. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good call. So uh, on to another AFC matchup. The Tennessee Titans will visit the new-look Cleveland Browns. So there hasn't been much optimism heading into the season for a long time until this season for the Cleveland Browns. They got Baker Mayfield coming off his uh, Rookie of the Year season, and now they acquired a superstar offensive weapon in Odell Beckham Jr. So with Miles Garrett and Jabril Peppers leading the defense, the excitement from the fans should be enough for the Browns to start 1-0 because Tennessee is not doing nothing but declining. And Marcus Mariota, he has to be on the hot seat because this is the sure. year for himself. So Contract year. This is his year to prove that he's a starting caliber QB. Is it Mariota or Mariota? Mariota, Mariota. But from Hawaii. Is from, it Kamara or Kamara? Is it Hawaii or Hawaii? Is it tomato or tomato? It's uh, it's going down tonight. Okay, mo- moving on. Anyways. So I- this is, all right. <laughs> Cleveland Browns looks so damn good on paper. Hey, this entire mm-hmm. offseason. I got them losing for some odd reason. That's my pick. Yeah, wow. I really, I really think the Titans is going to shut them up. It's wow. going to take a couple of things for Cleveland to get right. Week one to me is all, it's still a preseason, so you have all these great players that are not playing. This is kind of getting their feet wet. That's why you see how terrible this game was. Ten three final score. Green Bay. Green Bay wins. There 10-3. you go. Uh, it's a new era in Green Bay with the coach, the new coach. Aaron Rodgers is 1-0, Chicago's 0-1, the weakest team in the league as of right now. But I got OBJ in my fantasy, so I'm going to play him. Hopefully he gets one touchdown. But I think the Titans might – this might be a good upset because I think they might rain on their party because <laughs> Cleveland is supposed to be the team this year. Is this Cle- in Cleveland? They have so – This is in Cleveland, yes. They have so many primetime games this year. I think Cleveland actually smacks these – smacks. They smack. Smacks, smacks, think, like, yeah, they smack. I like, think they like smack. Like two-score smack? Three yeah, smack. yeah, I think two scores. I think – you're going to see they got Sheldon Richardson, they got Miles Garrett, they got some guys Olivier Vernon on, on the defensive side on the defensive That's who's going to save Baker's ass. Um, you if know, he's fucking up. Uh, they have I think Nick Chubb it will lead all players in fantasy this year. I think he will be the number 1 fantasy player asset this year. Wow. Um, I have uh, Cleveland winning uh, 28-14. That's a, that's a nice pick. Yeah. I like that pick. That was bold Bold stuff right there. Uh, I don't think so, it's too bold. I, I think there's a lot of high expectations so in Cleveland. There, so, there, yeah, there's there's going to run over them. No, I actually don't like Derrick Henry. He, you know, keep keep this in mind with about Derrick Henry. He's held big. He had one big game last year, and that was it. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Right? When what has he done before? Okay, and what has he done after that? Right. So, do you, you know what? Actually, sleeper, start Deion Lewis. If you really don't have a fucking running back that's, uh, this weekend, start Deion Lewis. He's on the free agency. You know what I'm saying? Uh, moving on to uh, another AFC matchup before we go to break. It's going to be the Indianapolis Colts and the Los Angeles Chargers. So go Chargers, go. So now both these teams are having to deal with uh, moving forward without their superstar. The Colts have Jacoby Brissett now because Andrew Luck just retired, and the Chargers now don't have Melvin Gordon because he continues to hold out. So it's going to be Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson in the backfield. But Philip Rivers, he knows his window closes every year. So and it's just going to keep closing and closing. So. He wants to play well enough to make it to the Super Bowl, but he has limited amount of weapons. But the Colts, they're not too, they're not too shabby themselves. So I think the Colts still win this one 
Oh, yeah, I go with the Colts also. Really? You guys don't have any faith in the Chargers at all? They're playing at home? Really? I think Jacoby um, Brissett's their, their, their home games are away games. You know what? I agree. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I was actually just games. thinking about this earlier. Too many missing pieces. As I was driving, I was just, this is the type of LA. fucking game that Phillip Rivers loses, right? Yep. The game you fucking think the Chargers should win, they freaking lose. So I got the Colts winning uh, 21-17. That's a good call. I don't know. And then we're going to get back to... More predictions, more insight, and the rest of the games for week one right after this. Yo, T.O.I., please score 30. Let's do it. Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Gilo, co-host of the Comparing News podcast. Join us weekly on Spotify and Anchor as we discuss the latest sports news and updates. Thank you for tuning in. I can fumble it, I get the bag and flip it and tumble it Straight off the lot, 300 cash, and the car came with a blunt in it Little mama a thot, and she got ass, and she gon' fuck up a bag Pull up to the spot, living too fast, dropping the dope in the stash In Italy, got too far and hoes, they DM me Draw the top, when it's cold, but you feel the heat Be real with me, keep it 100, just be real with me Eat it up like it's a feast, they say the dope on fleek Percocet pill on me And we're back to work. This is episode 19 of the Competitor News Podcast. Hey, hey. I'm Justin with Tim and Gilo. So let's continue the week one matchups. The Bengals at the Seahawks. So first year head coach of Cincinnati, Zach Taylor. I think he's going to need a few tricks up his sleeve to uh, outdo Pete Carroll to defeat him in, in Seattle. So uh, it's tough to convince me that the Bengals can upset the Seahawks. So only way I see that happening is, is Russell Wilson just gives the ball away left and right, which I don't really see that happening too much. He's capable of it, but I don't think it's going to be enough for Cincinnati to turn that into a victory. They got no A.J. Green. I never believed in Andy Dalton. So even though Seattle did regress talent-wise on their roster, it's always a rough outing for any visiting opponent to deal with a 12th man, right? Absolutely. Playing that stadium is probably one of the hardest things next to uh, Arrowhead. Uh, This game, I just got Russell Wilson just – Easy throwing up points, and he's pretty much called a day by the end of the third quarter. How are you? Uh, this is this is a blowout, but some things to watch out for. Um, watch out for Tyler Lockett <clears throat> on the Seattle side. Um, Chris Carson's going to have a big year this year, or even a Tyler Boyd on Cincinnati. No, I was going to get to that. I was going to yeah. get to that. Um, watch out for J. I, I, I like Clowney. I think he's going to be really good. It's unfortunate that he's in the NFC West playing with the Niners, but you know it is what it is. Watch out, like just said, watch out for Tyler Boyd. Watch out. I think Joe Mixon's going to have a career year this year as well. Um, Dalton still sucks. Um, Seattle Bulls them out. That's right. Uh, yeah. The I think see, Seahawks will win 24-13 or something like there that. There you go. 24-3. They'll probably have like six points in the fourth quarter and they'll get a late touchdown. I actually, like honestly, I don't even see them scoring more than 10 points. Yeah, that could, that could be possible. Who knows? So from one NFC West team to the other, uh, the San Francisco 49ers will visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for their week one opener. So it's year three for the Lynch Shanahan era. And so far, the 49ers, they've been a below average team. So now with a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo and on paper, an improved defensive line, which has five first round draft picks starting on the defensive line this year, they can be a real force if all they got to do is stay healthy. But on the other side, James Winston, he's on a contract year, new head coach and Bruce Arians. He loves the big play. So this will come down to which QB makes the turnovers, and who gets the better end of the field position is the key matchup here. So I think the 49ers hold off the Bucks on a defensive side, 27-21. 
Um, I think Mike Evans is going to kick our ass some way, somehow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, still get the win. I Richard, think they still get the win. What do you think, Jay? Sherman on one side, Mike Evans on the other side, Kyle Witherspoon will not match up great against him. Um, Jimmy G, yeah, that's what I've been saying all season long is we're all going to look at Jimmy G and how he looks. You know, this is real first game back since Kansas City. Don't count the preseason. He only played a couple of quarters, but this is really where it matters. Um, can our defense be the defense that it's supposed to be? They put a lot of work into it, a lot of money, a lot of picks, and a lot of time. D4 should be coming. Bosa is not starting, but he'll be coming in and out. Um, I think um, Armstead is starting in front of him. Um, Bruce Arians, great career, great career in Arizona. Um, give, I think Bucks might be okay in everything, but it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to come down to the wire. Honestly, it's going to be a, what's a lot of penalties to me. It's what's either going to play the result with everything, and the fact that it's going to be pretty damn hot over there. I don't know what the spread is in this game. I, I, I this is the type of game I definitely wouldn't want to bet. Um, there's a just a lot of variables here. Um, Tampa Bay on the Tampa Bay side, a lot of offensive weapons on that side with Evans. Uh, will Chris Godwin, how is he going to do this year? How's Howard going to do this year? They got a lot of talent on that team with Bruce Arians. Um, on the 49ers side, also another, uh, it's also variable, right? Like how are they, how is this all going to work out on the defensive side, on the offensive side, is this all going to work? It's time's ticking for Shannon and the crew. I have Tampa Bay winning this game 27-24. Um, I just think it's a tough road game for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, they have a lot of talent on that side of the ball. And um, I don't know if Jimmy G looks so good this game. Yeah, so let's move on to another uh, NFC East. I, I did rivalry. not want to say that, but, man, it's just – Hey, you're, hey you're man. Oh. I love it. I love the, I love the excitement. <sighs> but uh, let's go on to a NFC, ma- NFC East matchup with the New York Giants visiting the Dallas Cowboys. So after all the drama with Zeke and his holdout, the Cowboys finally made the choice to lock him up. Six years, $90 million. So <clears throat> if Dallas was to start the season without Elliott, that's when the Giants will have a chance. But just because Elliott is back in the lineup, I don't think the Giants stand a chance whatsoever. So, I mean, the da- like it, it, Dallas is another team. Their offense looks good on paper. Can they put it together? You got Cooper. They got Dak. They got Elliott. They got a lot of weapons. You know, they got Michael Gallup, who's emerging. They're going to be good. So I think Dallas has, you know, they're going to make some noise in the NFC, but they're always criticized because they're always expected to be play so well, and they're they're they spend a lot of money on their talent. So with that, with all that being said, it's a divisional game. Anything can happen, but I still see the Cowboys winning an easy game, twenty-seven ten. Here's my hot take. Zeke gets hurt some way, somehow. Oh, I don't say that. Oh, I don't say that. <laughs> no, hey. but I think the Cowboys, this should be an easy win for them. They are They are playing. The hell yeah, why not? Good news, fantasy owners. Forget them. Anyways, Dak Prescott, the truth, by the way. Um, he should be He should be pretty damn good. Amari should be coming in. Amari should be coming in and probably catch a couple balls. Don't hate. Dude, let me finish. All right, look. All right. The Giants lost OBJ. Aging Eli, they're on a rebuild year. But, yes, it is a division game. Division games are the hardest. You know, that's when a lot of upsets come around. But I think Dallas has too much talent. And, and yeah, and plus uh, Jason Garrett's contract year also, right? Yeah, that guy, his face. God damn. He just has one Tommy Romo. I think he pays so much money for not doing crap. I think the NFC East is going to be a really competitive year this year with the Eagles and the Cowboys. This yeah. is a blowout game. I just don't – at some point um, – I don't I I don't know. Let's see. <clears throat> over under. How many games you got Eli playing? Four games over under before he gets benched. I say over six. Under. 
Six? Because he's Eli Manning. How are you, Jay? How many Four games? is too short. Um, I think he finishes. <laughs> oh, Honestly, my. I think he finishes. Oh. Eli's Eli, bro. I'll say Dude, eight. I'm telling you, man. I'll say like eight. They'll give him a chance. The people that are running the organization are fucking terrible. Fuck, <laughs> like, How do you get rid of OBJ? That's like the Raiders get rid of Cleo Mack. Well, they better protect Saquon Barkley. Yeah, that's they only, better protect Saquon. That's their Barclay. only hope, right there. Yeah, that's Saquon. The, and Saquon, what's what brings the fire to the New York Giants because Saquon is Young pretty. Town, he is so freaking raw. Like so, Emmett Smith. God. But when you don't have that much talent around you, you you could stop him easily. Yep. Sorry to say, I drafted him, so we'll see. Let's hope hope for the best for your team. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to another NFC matchup. It's going to be the Detroit Lions uh, at the Arizona Cardinals. So it's a new era in the desert for game of the weekend. Game of the weekend. First year head coach Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. It's a new era in the desert. So we got his QB and Kyler Murray drafted first overall, but the Lions have no idea what to expect from Kingsbury and Murray. So the I know that's where the Cardinals got their edge, in my opinion. So Matt Stafford and the Lions, they got young weapons, but they got to click early. They got to click often. They don't have a, such a reliable running game. I mean, you got Carry On Johnson, but. They released Theo Riddick, so who else is going to be in the backfield for Detroit? And Matt Patricia is supposed to come over there and coach defense. And he had a terrible uh, rookie coaching season, so he's, he has a lot of he has a lot uh, ex- expectations for himself for his sophomore year. And that's always a thing: uh, Belichick coordinators never do well, and that seems to be the uh, the case still here in Detroit. But you know, in the second year, we'll see. But I don't. I see Detroit uh, losing this one and. The cards will take this at home, uh, 21-17. Yeah. Um, <laughs> their, their coach is pretty terrible for the Detroit Lions. I have never been a big fan of him. You are right. Whoever, if you come if, terrible. If, if you come out at the coaching system with the New England Patriots, you really pretty much do not succeed. And that gentleman there is not really a, a, a great coach. That's Romeo It Cornell. just sucks because <laughs> – Oh, yeah, exactly. It just sucks because Matthew Stafford is such a good quarterback. Is that bad, DJ Drama? a bad team. It probably is. The fuck is that? Oh, he is. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, we're back here. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Sam Quinn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. They. Um, we're watching we, Fox Sports News Bay Area. Or, yeah. Or, or Matt, Matthew Stafford is such a great quarterback. It's just too bad that he's in the just in a bad team. If he was to put him in like Dallas, you know, teams that are uprised, Philly. Oh my God, he was so terrible because he could throw that deep ball and he could play anywhere. Got a lot of respect for him, but yeah, Stafford's a good quarterback. He just needs teams like it's like this. This era's Dan Marino. You know, almost. Yeah. You know, almost. Yeah, pretty much. And the other the other team with the with, with the Cardinals, um, Colin Murray, you know, we'll see. To me, he didn't look really damn good in the preseason. He looked freaking terrible. <laughs> like a, he, he could be terrible. like a new like oh, a, a new breed of quarterback. He looked terrible. That people are, but people are just going to not want to accept because of how he might be that's, having a success if he has it. That's actually practical homes. He's like the Steph Curry of the quarterback right now. He's I mean, changing the game. You know? Let's yeah. just hope – I mean, I hope that – I hope David Johnson continues to do well. That's I mean, the only hope there too. I mean, he's in another wasteland situation. Kyler Murray, like you guys said, looked terrible. This game is terrible. I I, I mean, I just – I obviously don't know who's going to win this game. <laughs> so with that – This game is one of those five. things that when you're watching NFL Red Zone that when they're, when they're playing – you go to the bathroom. Well, you know what? If you have Kenny Galladay, you, you, yeah, I, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch a little bit of it. You well, know? David Johnson owners. Yeah, owners. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's Kyler Murray owners yet, right? There's one guy in our squad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. so moving on to the Sunday night game that's going to feature the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots, the defending champions. 
So both these teams have aging quarterbacks and both have on-the-rise backfields. So it's always a fun matchup when Big Ben and Tom Brady clash. So the Patriots at home on a Sunday night, coming off a Super Bowl win, that should be enough to be uh, to close down a victory because they all raising the banner too. Also uh, before the game, uh, with a new, it doesn't matter who Tom Brady's weapons are; they always seem to have success and come through in big moments as well. So I believe this season for Josh Gordon, this is his moment to <clears throat> actually show that he's a top receiver in the league. It's going to be fun watching him and watching Sony Michelle improve as well. So I, I see uh, the Patriots starting 1-0, 28-24 over the Steelers. I'll tell you right now, this game will be – this NBC game will be a lot better than the NBC game we just saw tonight. Oh, absolutely. Okay. For sure, dude. For damn sure. One is Tom Brady, one is Mitchell Trubisky. And one is Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, anyways. Yes, so this game is gonna actually going to be really good. I'm very excited for this game. Why? Because it's such a great rival. These are the two teams that love to play in cold weather. These are two teams that have NFL Hall of Fame quarterbacks and two teams that actually has one good running back and one great receiver that's coming back, and hopefully he can show, which I'm talking about, Flash Gordon. Yeah. Connor, I think Connor will be will be pretty good, knowing that this he is the number one running back. Juju Smith-Schuster should be beasting. There's no AB, and there is no more drama there. And by the way, probably the Steelers are probably laughing today over the yeah. AB over the AB news. So, but to me, I think I got Pittsburgh coming in and taking that taking that game. That game to me looks like Ben Roethlisberger could put some down. And unfortunately, with Tom Brady, I just think there's too many new pieces. It's going to take a little bit of time before they mesh. But in the long run, never count the Patriots because they're going to end up meshing in the end when you have a coach named bill belichick that's right what about you tim it's a good this is definitely the the heavyweight game of the of the weekend um boy it's it's uh tom's got josh gordon you know tom's got sony michelle tom's got james white um man this is looking like another super bowl contending team you know julian elements um well he looks like he got hurt in the yeah, last game. thomas they also got demarius thomas that's a bunch um, of vets. but it's, it's kind of like it all kind of makes sense because they know who what team is emerging in the AFC, right? You're yeah. starting to see why they added all these weapons, right? Um, and we'll get to the Super Bowl predictions in, in a moment. But um, I got New England winning this game. Um, yeah, just because the game's at home, uh, it's going to be a tough, a tough road, a tough first game on the road for Pittsburgh. Uh, but you know, like you guys said, I think Juju has um, he takes the next step forward. I think he leads all fantasy players this year. Wow! Um, in fantasy points in the wide receiver position, and I think nice he leads call. in all yards as well this year. Wow! Juju Smith-Schuster. Number one fantasy, number one wide receiver in the NFL end of this year. This year, nice pick. I like over that. AB, huh? Over, you might not even play that. Over <laughs> AB. Okay. Yes. yes. Back to you, Bob. I can say so that. So from Sunday night back, football, back to you, Bob. from Sunday night football to Monday night football, which is the first of the doubleheader, which is a, the weird random four o'clock game. That's right. <laughs> so nobody watches be, here. The Houston Texans will visit the New Orleans Saints. <clears throat> so speaking of aging quarterbacks, Drew Brees is an aging quarterback in his own right. And his window closes pretty much almost after every game. Did you know he's never won an MVP? That's crazy. He's like a Dwayne Wade of football. Wow. You know? So, you know, every like I was saying, like pretty his window closes pretty much after every game because the regular season is a marathon, but getting to a important start, getting off to a great start is very important for the Saints because Deshaun Watson and the Texans are usually playoff favorites always, but they, oh, they can't seem to stay healthy, which, you know, up and down their lineup, which causes them to just fall off towards the end. So 
I also think the Saints still have some fire burning from last season's controversial non-call. So I expect the Saints to control this game and get the win 34-24. My sleeper is Texans. I think they're going to be a very, very good team this year. I think Deshaun Watson is going to come back even better than he was last year. And you have a guy named DeAndre Hopkins. That's obviously what probably maybe the number one best receiver in the league. I think he is the best receiver. But you have New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, you name it. The team that should have went to the Super Bowl last year. The team that could win the Super Bowl this year. Um, I think it's going to be a very, very good game. A lot of offense. Star power that's going to happen. Um, I think I have, honestly, I probably had the Texans winning, <laughs> quite honestly. This that's is a, really, this is a really, really good game, too. There's a lot of good games this weekend. Actually, man, I think this one might be the most interesting game. It's two out-of-conference teams um, and two heavyweight teams coming from each from each, from each of their respective conferences this, this game. I think I got, like Gilo said, I think Houston um, is another team that will take a step forward this year. Um Unfortunately, they're not better than Kansas City, but um, they are going to be very, very good this year. I have Houston, Texas winning this game in a close one, um, 21-24. And we'll, we'll see what happens. Every game's been in the mid-20s. I, look, listen, guys, we're, realistically, these teams will probably not score 20 points the first game of the season. never know. But, yeah. yeah, you never know. Yeah, I thought they were scoring more, but it is week one, so everybody got to Well, we saw rough. what happened this game. Oh, this is gonna be, it's going to be a great matchup, Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins. I can't stress enough of, of how great. Mitch Trubisky sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's trash. Like, I can't express how great he sucks. Oh, my God. You know what's great? My fiance's family, all Bears fans, they'll never talk to me. <laughs> I just, I like, like, he, 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 he sucks. You know, every time I see Mitchell Trubisky, I see. What is Patrick, that? I see, I see Patrick what? Mahomes. <laughs> what? What are, you, what, are you, what are you throwing to? You're so garbage. What are you uh, throwing to? All right. So, uh, from, uh, one Monday night football matchup to the next one, the pretty much the last game of the of week one, which is the Denver Broncos and the Oakland Raiders. So with oh Ant- yeah, they're playing <laughs> <laughs> with Antonio Brown now being possibly suspended. I thought we were done. That leaves uh, that fucking leaves Tyrell Williams as Derek Carr's new wide receiver. Number Sorry three. guys, and uh, rookie running back Josh Jacobs is now going to take over in the backfield. So Denver still has Von Miller. They still have Bradley Chubb to wreak havoc on the QB. So the Raiders and their fans, they're going to be hyped. They're going to go nuts. They're going to be excited as usual, uh, give the team their, all their energy. But And if Joe Flacco makes turnovers, Oakland has a slight chance if they can get uh, be able to uh, get Derek Carr on some short field opportunities. But I really don't see the, the Broncos losing unless the Raiders just somehow get like points from their special teams as well or something like that. So I see the Broncos dominating this game with their defense and getting in the win 24-13. It's just so bad talking about the Raiders so much and how negative it is. Um, Can't help it. You know, just so they do so much themselves. bad luck with Antonio Brown. And, you know, yeah. but but I do see them winning for some odd reason. No. Some way, somehow I see them winning because it's Joe Flacco. Well, I guess well, if they, it's they, the first game, it's the first and last opening game in Oakland. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think they'll do it for the fans. You know, the, the Raiders will probably win, and, and they're going to be like, like "We don't need to, AB. Then, we don't need him. We got this." And, and then they'll probably they'll get smacked week six two. In a row right after week one. And by the way, they play Kansas City week three. <laughs> Is there anything really else to add here? I don't know. Do you like any of the players? Um, I it, it just look the win was taken out with AB gone. I mean, ultimately, the end for the Raiders. I mean, look, let's hope that they can get a good, nice running running game going with Josh Jacobs. 
Um, I don't really know who's going to step up. But you can stack the box now if there's no AB. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I mean I, I'm mean, i excited about Darren Waller, but, I mean, my goodness, without AB, who are they going to throw the ball to? Tyrell Williams? He's the new number one now. Um, who else they got? Denver, Can't on the Denver side of the ball, um, they got some talented guys. I'll, I'm, they still got Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders is going to have a good year this year. They still got Philip Lindsay. Watch out for Cortland Sutton. I think he's going to be good this year as well. Um, Royce Freeman will also, uh, I think, enforce his will this year with Lindsay. It's going to be a split backfield. I got Denver winning this game. Denver should win this game. Mario Sanders is back, too, from ACL tour. So, with all the week one predictions we just put out, let's predict our Super Bowl winners or advancers. So, from the NFC, let's start with you, Tim. From the NFC, who do you got winning the NFC? Okay, so um, we were going over this, and I was thinking – I was actually pissed up. The whole podcast was thinking about that question. I think this year I have the New Orleans Saints representing the NFC. I like the I like the ground and pound game that they're going to have this year with Kamara. I like the addition of Latavius Murray. I think he's going to be better than Ingram at the role that they have. Um, they still have Breeze. They still have Thomas. I like the Saints this year. Uh, what about for the AFC? I mean, I've already hinted it all along. I like Pat, Patty Mahomes, baby. So Chiefs and Saints in the Super Bowl. For this year, uh, and who do you think will win? The Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid gets his first title. That's that's nice. And all right, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with you on the AFC. I, I got Kansas City uh, going all the way. I think that's a safe bet. They are the favorites right now. High-powered offenses. Uh, that seems to be uh, the trend in the NFL now is a high-powered offense, and your best defense is a great offense. And from the NFC, I I would like to say the Saints as well, but just to be different from you, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, maybe even the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a good one. But a uh, sleeper team. Uh, they they know what it takes to get there. Uh, even though it was Nick Foles taking the Eagles, it wasn't Carson Wentz. I I still think Carson Wentz is still an upgrade from Nick Foles. So when you add that uh, healthy Carson Wentz and a healthy defense, I know Chris Long retired, but uh, I think the Eagles are gonna make it a lot of noise. And the only competition is to uh, from the NFC East is the Dallas Cowboys and. The Dallas Cowboys sometimes beat themselves, and Eagles are going to take advantage of that. And if they can win the division and uh, host a NFC playoff game, they got a chance to go deep to the deep into the postseason. Yeah, AFC. I'm I'm going to go Kansas City. Also, the team that should have went last year. I think their quarterback is too damn good, and their receivers are too good, and they beefed up their defense. So, one, it's going to be a very to me a very easy for them to win their division. Two. Can't really think of another AFC team, but the New England Patriots. That's going to be a hell of an AFC championship game. I'm sorry, but but yeah. it's going to be better than the Super Bowl. It probably that yeah. is the Super Bowl. Well, I kind I kind of want a rematch. For sure. And for this sure. time, Kansas City, sure. Kansas City closes the deal, and they got to play. Wait, did they play Arrowhead? They did. Oh, they, they did. lost to Arrowhead. They, huh? they, they lost. Yeah. Okay. It was well, a close game though. Very close. Yeah. Well, thank, D Ford shout out right? D Ford. Yeah. No, Gron- 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 Gronkowski caught that that clutch, that fucking catch. Oh yep. my god. Anyway, yep. sorry. Good, Jay. Um, coming NFC, uh, NFC, probably San Francisco. No, I'm never kidding. NFC, I'm probably right, gonna end this podcast. <laughs> we gotta end this podcast. I'm probably, I'm, I'm probably, yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, you guys picked the both teams that to me were I couldn't pick 50 50 because I think Philly's gonna be back, and yeah. I think Drew Brees is Drew Brees, they're always gonna do great. But if I'm putting money on it, it's it's gonna be the two teams that should have played the Super Bowl this past year. So I got Kansas City and the New Orleans Saints, yeah. Drew Brees winning. Wow. One more. Wow. One more, and then he could probably retire. Wow. Because I think Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, if they stay healthy, would be way too way good. Too much. Way wow. too good. But the only thing is with New Orleans is their defense is still kind of shaky, but 
when you have a Hall of Famer or someone that can throw the ball like that, and you have a running back like Alvin Kamara, man, and you have to go through the AFC through through the uh, through Louisiana New Orleans. It's going to be tough. I like the Saints' defense, though. They got Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore, man. Quick, they got some pieces, quick, man. They got some pieces. They're good. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We got the Chiefs' Saints on with Tim and Gilo, and we got the Chiefs and Eagles on my side. Obviously, we want the San Francisco 49ers to win, but, you know, we can't just – Against throw, the Oakland Raiders. You can't just that throw that out simple. there because that will just, just sound stupid that's of us, right? Haters, but, hey, uh, week one starts off this Sunday. It already got started with the Bears and Packers, but the rest of the games start on Sunday. And then the Monday night games, doubleheader, the Broncos and the Raiders and the Saints and the Texans on Monday. So we're excited. I know you guys are excited for football, football season. Football is back. Football's back, baby. Football is back, motherfucker. Uh, Let's go, Niners. Thank you, Green Bay, for covering the spread. Appreciate this, it. This is episode 19, the Competitor News Podcast. I'm Justin. That's Gilo. That's Tim. Thanks, guys. Peace.